Ringling, my brothers and sisters. It is another time of being in the living room. We're excited to be here. We have a very special guest yes, who sir. does all of the things. So I'm going to let her introduce herself so you can let y'all know. If you don't all know who she is, she's awesome. So, Angel, can you introduce yourself? You better find out. What's up, guys? <laughs> my name is Angel Akita Moore, also known Lakita. as that chick Angel. Um, I am a host, an actress, a comedian, a producer, my mother of four, a wife of 14 years. And uh, like they said, I do it all. If it comes into oh, my mind, I'm like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's see what happens. Let's go on here and do it. I mean, the ultimate multi-hyphen up in here. Yes, mm-hmm. I've all been trying. I've been trying a little bit. You know, why not? <laughs> We only got we only got one life to live. So if you do it right the first time, you ain't got to have another. One. Right. Come on, that's what I feel as well. And I ain't getting no younger, so I'm like, girl, you either do it now or listen. You won't have to pray your kids do it, so you might as well. <laughs> you said a line that made me think about one of the worst lyrics, the worst created, song, and that is, "We ain't getting no, no younger. We might we as might well as well do, do this." That is the worst. <laughs> so romantic. It so romantic. is so. I'm telling you, it is one of the worst, but I feel like that'd be a lot of marriages. They just be like, we've been doing this. We've been shacking this. Come on now. We got four kids. Let's let's just go and do this. (laughs) (laughs) Listen. Yeah. Might as well. Shout out to my cousin who was a girlfriend for 19 years, but we ain't going to talk about her. Oh. Oh. Don't put her business out here. Don't do that. I mean... the obituary says special friend. We just go. We go oh, now that's no. the worst. That is the worst. That's to be special worst. friend? To be special friend. Mm-mm. No, you ain't going to do me. No, I need to be in the first paragraph. Okay? <laughs> right right in front of him. You know, he was baptized at eight. <laughs> well, she, you know what? I don't remember. But we're not going to sit on that. We're going to jump straight into it. Um, okay. This is the last <laughs> podcast uh, of, of Black History Month. Mm, we, we've been talking yes. about all the black things, black love, and um, mm-hmm. you know, being black culture and all the things. And we just wanted to talk about black productivity in okay. a sense because it looks so different for us. Mm-hmm. Um, not people of color. Black people. Black um, people. Very specific. Yeah, because we have the tax we have to go through. We have all Uh the things that we have to navigate. Uh And um, so just jumping straight into the conversation, Angel, uh, productivity takes a whole bunch of forms. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, And it looks different from project to project. And you got a lot of projects. You already told me. A whole lot. Come on. Yes. Um, So what does productivity look like for you, specifically as a black woman? Um, As a black woman, productivity looks like to me trying to figure out when I am uh, knowing that there's a difference. Let me say it like this Mm -hmm. between black girl magic and working myself to death. Mm, Like sometimes (laughs) because, you know, as black women, we be killing it. We do so much Mm -hmm. and we do it well Mm -hmm. um, that sometimes people can make us into mythical creatures. But at the end of the day, we are humans like everyone else. We just somehow make better decisions on a regular basis. However, um, we all need like to be able to either reset, delegate, uh, like there's wear and tear. And just because um, I'm able to do a lot of things well, I have to sometimes realize 
honey, you didn't switch over from black girl magic to running yourself into the ground. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So I know for me as a black woman, that's the thing that I'm constantly having to battle with. It's because I'm thinking to myself, but I am, I'm crushing it. I'm getting so much stuff done, yada, yada, yada. But realizing like they ain't not nan human being. That don't need even the Lord rested. Okay, Listen, he, he, <laughs> he, he took naps through all throughout all his stories on the boat. All of it. Yes, <laughs> Jesus was like, uh, let me just take a little snooze real quick. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, granted, everything you know turned from sugar to you know what it, very <laughs> quickly, but still, like um, I know, I think that's something that I feel like a lot of black women do battle with is mm-hmm. because there's this expectation. Like it's beautiful for us to be thought of as, you know, queens that we are. It's right. beautiful for people to recognize that there is something magical about us. But yep. at the same time, it can kind of be a bit of a Achilles heel because at the end of the day, we are still blood and bones and we right. do have to find times or ways to be able to offset some of the task that we put on our plate or are put on our plate. Sometimes people just throw it on there and we like, I didn't ask for that. Right. 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 Yeah. And the thing is, I think that the, 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 I can't, can the standard that we kind of have, I know my mom, she did all the stuff. It's like my mom, single parent home. So she did everything mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. actually made it look really easy. Like as if she just did right. not struggle, did not go through anything. She did it so gracefully. She didn't complain right. about anything, like all the stuff. She did all the stuff. Um, but I always wonder mm-hmm. like, how did she like, muster up the strength to do those things so how do you muster up the strength to do all the things that you actually do you know what i don't think i give myself much of an option mm-hmm. like people ask me that especially because i have four kids mm-hmm. and me having the four boys people are like how 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 are you doing all of that i don't know of there being an option not to like that's not even a Ooh, part okay. of my scope uh-huh. of there is an option not to perform to the best of my ability to mm. make sure that my children are provided with what they need so that I can also be a good mom while also work, walking in my purpose. Cause I have mm. a purpose outside of being their mom. I have a yep. purpose outside of being a wife. And so for me, I just, the thought of not doing it doesn't even really compute mm. in wow. my yeah. brain That's of good. just being like, of just being like, I, I just, I am not going to do it. I just, I, be, I mean, I and mean, then I maybe because our counterparts that aren't black, because mm-hmm. they, not saying that they all do, but the, a lot of them have some sort of safety net that allows them to take the option of, I can't do. Right. And so saying I can't do is not this catastrophic thing where their whole family structure falls apart, right, they lose right, their right. homes, mm-hmm. you know, like, so they could say, I can't, I just need to get away and then backpack in Europe. You know, while yeah, they no. figure themselves out, like that's not a. It's like so. <laughs> so for me, it was like, okay, I might not have things figured out, but I will figure it out as I'm doing it. I'm not going to sit here mm-hmm. and wait till it's figured out because I actually don't have time to do that. Because still, these kids need to be able to eat. Still, you know, we got to pay this mortgage. Still, all these things. So the option of being like, I, I, I can't. It, it really doesn't compute. I, I really don't know how to make that work in my head. But that's, again, the dilemma I was saying before. Mm-hmm. I got to realize that at some point in time, girl, you, you, what you, what you going to do with yourself? Like, right. ain't enough vitamins in the world. <laughs> right. And I think, like, to Brian's point, my mom did the same thing. She was a, 
well, she is an evangelist missionary, Ooh, you know, God. mother of three kids. She had <laughs> us in church seven days a week uh-huh. and working a nine to five and doing all the things. Mm-hmm. And like, as you're talking, I'm trying to think about how did the woman of God, how? right? even like, how, how, how did she pass out at some point? I mean, yeah. I mean, my dad was there like active and doing all the things. He also was like trying to be super dad working two, three jobs and mm-hmm. all that type of stuff too. So like, I, I guess that goes into even this being a mom, how has all of that prepared you creatively how has that added to your work or inspired your work uh that's exactly what it's done it's inspired and it um it actually fuels a lot of my creativity Mm -hmm. um i don't i mean there's nothing more creative than actually coming up with a whole human being granted it was passive creativity it wasn't like i was (laughs) in my womb like there's an ear there's a something But (laughs) but there there is something um about having knowing that your DNA with someone else created something. And, and so for me, I feel like even when I am having to like, I don't want to say, cause I really don't ever take a maternity leave, but even mm-hmm. when I'm having to just really focus on the mother side of me, right. these little creatures are constantly <laughs> filling me with new ideas mm-hmm. just because yeah. their perspective is constantly being is constantly changing, constantly expanding. So it helps me with my perspective because I think sometimes we can get in a creative rut because it's hard for us to see what we're trying to create from a different angle. Right. Yeah, because if you like, it's just like with a movie. If they shot a movie from all the same angle, it would be the most boring thing. That's why mm-hmm. they have to cut to different angles to different right. perspectives. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me. When I'm not able to be around my other adult creative friends, mm-hmm. my children are always constantly offering me different perspectives that allow allow me to open up like a different part of my um, creativity, which is a blessing because sometimes, I mean, creative energy is a whole piece of energy. And sometimes like if I'm giving them all of this love and energy at home, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't have the time to be like, now give a hundred percent to creating something. But wow. luckily what they're giving me is something that I can bounce off of. So it's not like I'm starting from scratch. I'm like, Oh, this so like this baby that just interrupted our interview before we started <laughs> <laughs> my son. Uh, what made him happy was I gave him a lip gloss. That's Aww. like, and, and that automatically fills me with ideas of the random things that will make a child mm. not yell and scream at you. Mm. Lip gloss is one of them for lip some gloss reason. Is one of the things. <laughs> it's one of the things. That to me is a whole sketch, like of the random things that I've given my son flashlights, just random staplers, anything to get him away from me is what I'm willing to give him. So, I do feel like um, they feed my creativity. Hmm. Yeah, my daughter doesn't really feed my creativity. She just licks stuff. Like, she just wants to lick everything. And it <laughs> but that it should feed me. it. Because <laughs> you know what? <laughs> even that, even the fact that it bothers you, that should be like, what other things do kids do that bother you? You so know many. what I'm saying? That's a list. So, so many. <laughs> also, what do things taste like that aren't food? Like that's that would be my question. What do things taste like that aren't? What food? that wall tastes like? What it tastes like? Right. If you could compare it to something, what would it be? <laughs> Is it fried chicken? Is it rice and beans? Right. right. I want to know. <laughs> like why? Like we're just looking stuff. I'm like, okay, all right. God bless you. Okay. Um, All right. But yeah, but you know, it, it is what life. But you know, I think the interesting thing is I'm, uh, and you kind of said that you you do things you 
work and all that kind of stuff. And one thing my wife and I have been kind of talking about, we got a newborn. Well, actually not newborn. She's 16 months. So she's not new. Um, <laughs> but uh, one thing my oh, wife has also been talking about. Parent. She won, Brian. <laughs> she is one. <laughs> uh, one thing my wife always yeah, talks about. A whole one years old. A whole one. A whole one. Uh, one thing my wife always talks about as far as being a professional person um, is mom guilt. Like the, you know, working hard, but then feeling out, feeling like she's missing out on life. She actually has to go to the office every day and I work from home. And for like mm-hmm. the first year and some mm-hmm. change, well, first of all, she's a year. The first year of her, my daughter's life, I was there every single day taking pictures, having fun, bonding and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And my wife was just furious. She mm-hmm. was jealous. She hated it. Um, So <laughs> you know, I enjoyed it because it was, you know, my wife, my daughter loves me. So, you know. I throw that in my wife's face all the time, but neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. I digress. Uh, so, do you have ever deal with mom guilt <laughs> and feeling like you know, like I'm missing out on things or my kids aren't getting me? Um, you know what? Your I'm assuming is your wife a black woman? She is. She is. Why are you saying like a question mark? Like I think so. She's kind of. Hey, she's kind of brown. She kind of black. We, we took the test recently. The uh, the what is it? The twenty three and Me or Ancestry? So her numbers were a little close. Her numbers were a little close. Ah. <laughs> um, the reason I ask that is because there are very few black women I know that experience mom guilt. Her mm. situation, I do feel like I can understand. Um. To be honest, I used to be like, what is that? What is that? <laughs> like, you're going to get whatever I got to give and you're going to be okay with it. Like, right. I'm not even worried about it. Um, I will say here recently because of the pandemic and because Los Angeles is um, closed and being that my kids are at home all the time. Mm. Um, now, when I leave for work all day, uh, especially when I have heavy shooting weeks, I do feel like I am dropping the ball Mm. Uh, a lot more often um, mm. where before they were in school. So it wasn't mm-hmm. as if I was going to be able to do anything with them. It yeah, was just right. like, y'all go to school. If I'm shooting, y'all ain't missing me. Y'all in school. Right, and then right. when we get out, we'll reconvene and be a little family. But now that they're home all day and I leave, so they'll be with the nanny. If I have a long shoot day, they'll be with the nanny for like 10 hours. Um, but do I feel guilty? I don't know if that's the word that I want to mm-hmm. use for it. I Because uh, it's not that I'm just like, oh, no, you're not getting enough time with me. They get enough time <laughs> with me. That, that I'm for sure. But I do no- I do notice what I'm letting skip, uh, slip through the cracks. Like, uh, I'm the one that's usually responsible for helping the twins with their homework because I'm actually probably the only one in the house that knows how to log in and get to their homework. So mm-hmm. I realize, I look up and I realize, oh, y'all two weeks behind. Ooh. I haven't helped right. y'all with y'all homework in two weeks. Y'all haven't, <laughs> y'all haven't turned in anything. Right. Oh. oh, man. Yeah. So a little part of me was like, okay, Angel, now you got to figure out how to do better because the teacher needs to know that your kids ain't stupid. And um, so we got to figure out something. So it wasn't so much, uh, it's not that I felt guilty, but it was like a check-in of, okay, Currently, this isn't working, so you just got to find something else to make it make this work. It might not be me doing it. It might be me, like, giving it off to my husband and showing him how to log in or Mm -hmm. asking the nanny on the weeks that I know it's going to be crazy if she can find time to work with them on their uh, homework. But um, that was probably the literally the closest to guilt I think I've (laughs) felt because I was just (laughs) like, I was like, oh, 
Oh, y'all ain't done nothing. But typically, I, I truly feel like while I'm not trying to traumatize my kids and I want them to have a good life, I also... I've learned to give myself grace and mm-hmm. be like, listen, I... Oh, it's important. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. I can't be everything and I nor will I be perfect. Like, if, if that's what I'm striving for, then I'm right. gonna stress myself out. Um, so, I think with me going into motherhood, and, and the fact of the matter is, I actually do be trying to, to be a great mom, but <laughs> I also know that I'm not gonna be perfect. I mean, right. I do. Like, the stuff that I be finding to sign them up for, mm-hmm. like, I, I typically know all their teachers' names. I be knowing their friends' names. I, I'm having conversations with them. Like, truly, especially with me having twins, getting to know their personalities individually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I know I'm not out here sucking balls. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm not out here <laughs> trash. So... <laughs> That that definitely keeps me from feeling like heavy mom guilt and understanding that everybody needs grace. So I'm, right. I'm going to give myself the same grace that I would give someone else that's a mother. Right. Listen, that's that's so good because I think my wife even deals with it. And I think I was the one that was like, guilt. <laughs> guilt. Girl, what is that? What is that? <laughs> we all alive. We all made it to the end of the day. Right. That's the blessing. Let me tell you, that is my barometer. I used to, I used to do speak engagements to moms about self love. Right? Mm-hmm. I, it was a a mom conference that I used to tour with, and that was my thing. Of like, at the end of the day, you should know you are a good mom if your kids are alive ish, and it only have right. to be, it can be right. ish, okay? Because right. sometimes things happen, and ain't nobody got a reason to call the people on you to come get your kids. Uh-huh. If yes. those two things are happening. You doing all right. You doing the thing. You right. doing it. <laughs> Everything else is like bonus points. Like I don't <laughs> I don't get where this whole high, extremely high standard, because what I realize is everybody's dealt dealt a different like set of cards. Like yeah, we're right. not, like we don't come into this world getting to pre-pick our status our economic situation. Mm-hmm. We don't get to pre-pick our parents. So we come into this world already with a deck in our hand or a, a hand of cards. And some of us be having some low threes and fours and whatnot. And so mm-hmm. like, I, I would never hold that person to a standard, to the standard of somebody who's got the big joke and little joke. And sometimes people with the big joke, little joke will be the ones that you got to call the people on. You just like, you just trying to jack listen, up your kids. You right, just listen. trying to be a butthole. Right. <laughs> so let's, so, so, so let's pause for the calls here real quick. There are, there were two black multi hyphenate moms, mm-hmm. right? That we saw. Mm-hmm. And we're we, we going to do a real quick, this or that. Okay. So Claire Huxtable. Mm-hmm. Or the original Unviv? Oh, for me, oh gosh, this is such a hard one. Oh. Baby didn't do nothing. I, I, I know, I know she didn't. She was a stay at home mom. She was just with her look. Yeah, she, she was just like, I'm here to take care of Nikki and then I'm gonna shuffle off. Uh, let me see here. Ooh, that's a hard one. At first, I was going. At first, I was about to be like the first Aviv. That's what yeah. I was going to say, just because of her fierceness yeah. inside of her own profession, and then her just her. She, there was just so much about her, like her, like 
putting things in check. Right. Everybody mm. remembers her dancing. So you also got missing. Okay. You, you got all that, right? <laughs> you, you got like, so she wasn't this just one dimensional of, I am only a woman that is pristine. I am also, mm-hmm. you know, I was a creature before, Mm-hmm. becoming a mother before becoming this high powered what was her career i can't even remember she was a prof- english professor i believe mm-hmm. oh no she was no a professor. Uh, uh, claire was an attorney yeah yeah mm-hmm. was a professor, she was a professor. Yes. Mm-hmm. and then and then claire huxtable i'm gonna have to go with claire huxtable even though ain't viv is where my heart okay. went first let me tell you why i went with claire huxtable and why okay. i relate to her more she had a million children it's what I'm she did. <laughs> she had she had so many kids. You got you got Sandra. You got uh uh, uh Denise, Denise. You got mm-hmm. Theo. You mm-hmm. got uh what's the one right before Rudy? No, no, no. Lisa Bonet's character. What was her name? That was Denise. That was Denise. Okay. Vanessa. 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 The one who had big fun. Yes. She wouldn't have big fun. Delaware. Big fun. <laughs> Favorite episode. Uh huh. And then you got and then you got Rudy. Okay. And you see this woman who's had all these kids, yet still was a a, a businesswoman, yet still mm-hmm. was looking flawless, okay? Mm-hmm. And felt comfortable letting people know who who dealt with her the wrong way of who she is, not only in her family, but in her career and also in her marriage. So I'm going to have to go. And then she also has some pizzazz. Believe you me, she was still out there singing and dancing and doing all the things on the Cosby show as well. So it's going to have to be Claire Hudson. That was a hard one, though. Whew. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm going to lean with Claire, too. I mean, because we first of all, we stand some Felicia Rashad. We do. Here on the po- friend of the podcast. If you're friend listening, of friend of the podcast. We, we know she's listening. Uh, <laughs> of course. Of course. She's a friend of, of the podcast. We know, of course she's we know, listening. We know she's listening. <laughs> of course. Uh, you know, of course she's listening. Uh-huh. But yeah, but I, I just think, you know, she balanced, like you said, all of the things. Mm-hmm. Um, she, you can still, she was still very rooted. She had, like you said, a whole all-star Olympic team of kids over there. Yes. Um, she dealt with Heathcliff. She had her own high-powered, mm. high-demanding job. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way she had to get, you said putting people in check, the way she had to deal with Elvin. Oh, Elvin. my gosh. All of the time. All <laughs> the Read, on read, on read. That was a task. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, and she task. did it with grace. I don't know. That I don't have. I don't have that grace. Uh-huh. I'll I, I be checking folk, but I'll be coming out of all types of character, and I'll be like, you know what? You are too old for this angel. You got to, you got to pull it together just a little bit. But, yeah, she used to keep Elvin just like, uh, what you're not going to do. I will get my husband coffee because if he I got it to. for me. Yeah, come on. <laughs> If I want to, and then uh, ask them, would you, and would you like a cup of coffee? Yes, and, then and that's what people like do. A cup of coffee. <laughs> okay, uh, my favorite episode was when um, it was uh, Theo wanted to live on his own, and so mm-hmm. they set up this whole situation, and she was like, uh, she was over the fake furniture store, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and she was like, "Welcome to Manus Furniture City, where money talks and nobody walks. If you like it, you touch it, you break it, you buy it. If you don't see it, we don't have it, but we will get it. Now, what can I do for you? I said, know the lines. Know the lines. Know the lines. It was my favorite. Know the lines. It was my favorite. My favorite. Yes. But yeah, I love, I mean, Felicia Rashad, she's just as a as a woman outside mm-hmm. of being Claire Huxtable, she also being multi hyphenate, being a director, being an actress, being she used to be a dancer, a singer. Like yeah. she's just an amazing talent that uh we I feel so lucky to be a part of a generation that got to see all the things that she's done and not have to be, read about it in history books years down the line. 
Do you ever feel any of the ways that men don't have that same pressure? Yes, but I don't want to make it a generalized yes. Yeah, okay. So what I mean by that is what we see in typical households Mm -hmm. is that men are given a freedom to go about their job and their careers without the stress of figuring out the mechanics mm-hmm. of how and where the kids need to go, need to be. Yeah. Like all, all those things. And I'm not saying that happens in every household, but I feel like that seems to be the typical move about. Mm-hmm. Um, while there are a lot of men that get to be the stay at home dad, that get to be the, the, the parent that's at the household more. I feel like it's, Typically the other way around Mm -hmm. so that when a woman is deciding they either want to reenter the workforce after taking whatever leave they have, Mm -hmm. there's that, like, I feel like, and and I'm not saying it's the pressure that's necessarily external. It could be internal Mm -hmm. of trying to make the child's transitions throughout the day as smooth as possible that a guy might not, if he hasn't even experienced it, even yeah. be thinking about like right. even in my own um in my own household i just career wise have way more flexibility than my husband he works out of the house 5 days a week mm-hmm. and um while even when i'm outside of the house working i am still t- tapped into the household he is not so um that's because that's just he's been out of the house this entire time i be f- flowing back and forth However, there have been a couple of times where I've had to be like, I I need a, some moments where I'm not the one figuring out like, okay, the nanny is not available today. Who can fill in? Like, yeah. it shouldn't just be my brain having to figure this right, out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's part, I'll take part ownership of the fact that I wasn't giving him that or um, making it so he knew that load was needed for him to take or even mm-hmm. know that it was a load. Because I think like one of you all mentioned before, sometimes I can make it look easy. So it doesn't seem like a load. Just like mm-hmm. if he's outside cutting the grass, if he's making it look easy, I don't necessarily always think like, oh, let me help you with that. I'm just like, you go, <laughs> right. go ahead and do you it. You want some water? Right, exactly. <laughs> the, at, at most, okay? At most, that's what I would offer. So... I do feel as though in in a lot of ways, there is a pressure and a stress that women have both internally and externally to, I don't know, have to figure out how to juggle it where right. men just be out of the house working and their mm-hmm. main, their main focus is keeping whatever revenue they have coming in stable mm-hmm. as well as possibly making more revenue where it's not so much making sure that the kids are getting about their day in a smooth way. If that no, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, it makes perfect sense because it's, you kind of mentioned or alluded to like the juggling of it all, like the juggling act uh, being product, mm-hmm. pr- productive, but then also wearing these different hats. So then you got to kind of figure out like, how does that time like line itself up? How do I manage my time to where I make sure things yes. aren't falling, things aren't mm-hmm. uh, falling off the table. And as a partnership, you know, that's, Time management is like the biggest thing is trying to make sure who has what time, you know, because if somebody's flexible, somebody's not flexible during this time and all that kind of stuff. So what does your time management look like? What does that look like to you? 
Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> so the way my time management works is that I, after I started getting really busy, I was like, okay, I have to, I have to hire someone to take some of the the things that I don't feel are necessarily necessarily have to be done by me. Yeah. And not just not just on my family side, but also my business side. Right. Mm-hmm. I say that I am a boss mom, right? That's one of the things I say. I'm a CEO mom. Well, if that's mm-hmm. the case, I shouldn't be doing a bunch of administration stuff. Yes. Come on, that's a word. That's, that's a word. <laughs> Repeat so, that one, Angel. <laughs> listen, if I'm a boss mom, then I should not be doing a bunch of administration stuff. Like, listen. if it's just not, like, I understand we go through our seasons, and at one point in time, it was necessary for me to be the boss, the administrator, the, mm-hmm. the receptionist, the bookkeeper, the mm-hmm. data entry clerk. At one, <laughs> right. at, at one point in time, that was definitely necessary. But if I'm expecting myself to have growth, I have to realize that I do have to scale up and not just not just in my business, but also with my family. So while my kids are very important to me, there are certain things that I am not going to leave myself on the hook for having to do every single day for them. It's just that I don't have to be the one to go to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. I can Instacart that. That's not something that my children are going to be like. My mother never went to the grocery store for us to get <laughs> Cheerios. My mom drug us to the grocery store. <laughs> right. And made us pull out pen and pad to add up the totals. Because she was like, we ain't going over $115. Oh, well, we're not about to do. <laughs> we got a budget. We got a budget. <laughs> yes. So, like, doing, like, I eventually, because that was a piece of time. That was a part of my time management. It was mm-hmm. like, okay, you can either spend two hours Mm-hmm. Go drive into you know drive to the grocery store. Go walk through trying to put together meal plans in your head and figuring out whatever. Calling the house, being like, "Hey, do we mm-hmm. have this?" Because I need to. Or mm-hmm. you can sit up behind a computer for fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. pay you know an extra twenty five thirty dollars, and have somebody who could use the money go do the grocery shopping and bring it to your house. Uh, this I, I finally got my husband to agree this year. Lord help me, Father God. No, it was at the end of last year. We finally got um, a cleaning service to come because I was just mm-hmm. like, I, one, I'm not good at cleaning. That was never my ministry. Okay, that's not okay. the gifts I was All never. The thing. Okay, it's okay. Mm. let's let's be honest. That's mm-hmm. not what the Lord gave me. He gave me a nice personality. I pray for people. I'm funny, but when it got to that neatness, he said, "Oh, my daughter don't need that." So, um, that was taking up time, and I was poorly executing it. And the, the fact of the matter is, I'd be telling my husband, I spent three hours trying to clean this house, and you see what it still looked like. It still looked like this. <laughs> it right. does. I could have been spending three hours making money, and but then look at look at what I had to do instead. Spent three hours, and the house still look a mess. So delegating that to uh, having cleaning people come a couple of times uh, mm-hmm. a month, and while the so for me, it became a thing of, are these things that I feel like are going to make or break how I am as a mother? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the same thing on the business side, uh, I finally got a uh, an assistant that is able to help me. Like even when it came to scheduling this, it's not the 
putting it in my schedule. It's the, okay, you need to read the email. Then you got to have time to vet and make sure because uh, I, luckily y'all are sane people, but not you everybody. <laughs> I, I sometimes right. get people that ain't sane <laughs> wanting, <laughs> wanting to take my time. Okay. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I have now have somebody who can vet the the folk and make sure that this is, this is something that'll be mutually beneficial. Like that our audiences, it works well that I ha- or that I can actually speak to the thing that they would like for me to talk about. Right. Um, where that would get uh, emails would just pile on top of each other before, because I just, if I'm over here busy shooting content, editing content, getting stuff to brands that are hiring me to do videos for them, trying to do things like this, I wouldn't have time to do because, because I simply missed the email. It'd be Mm -hmm. that I simply missed the email. So for me, time management came to a point of knowing what, I could outsource Mm. and what I needed to keep. So I said, anything that me as the executive needs to be doing is the priority on my plate. And anything that's not an executive function, I'm going to see if I can outsource. I can't outsource everything because we ain't, we ain't borrowing like that yet. But (laughs) the (laughs) things that I can outsource uh, allows me to manage my time so that one, I do get more time with my family. That's actual mm-hmm. quality time. And then two, my energy is being used towards things that I need to be the person to do. I need to be the person to come up with a joke. I need to be the person that comes up with a mm-hmm. fresh perspective. Nobody else can do that, but somebody else can edit my podcast. You know right. what I'm saying? Somebody yeah. else can do the graphic design for mm-hmm. a thumbnail for me. So those are the things that have helped me in um, my productivity and my time management is just starting to really like operate more like a boss instead of like a, a one woman show. So how do you, so with all of that, how do you implement self-care and rest? Like, are you scheduling the bus wide open sessions with the husband mm, or mm. Like, like, are you just, you know what I'm saying? Like, is it on the calendar? What did you know? What is it? How, how does self-care and rest go into all of that? Okay. So there's a lot of things that I have to do. <laughs> Like wave children away right? when I'm doing interviews. No, um, luckily my, my husband is uh, very much so aware of how much work I do. Beautiful. And he's very, and he's, uh, he's aware that this is not easy. Like he sees yeah. how much I'm like juggling in the air. So my self-care is also important to him. So Usually uh, Thursdays are my lighter days and I try not to schedule too many things on Thursdays. So um, that's usually when I have like very random and my kids are home because I don't believe that my self-care has to be sans my children. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes I like it to be without them because sometimes Listen. they be, they be tugging on me, pulling on me, asking me 50 million questions. And I'm just like, <laughs> um, but I do take those days just to do it. I don't care if it's something simple, like I'm going to take a bath instead of a shower mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. I'm going mm-hmm. to put a face mask on while I watch a, a rerun of the real housewives of Atlanta. Like oh, I, I you, it, it could be something just trivial, but it's, uh, something that I feel like is not requiring my energy to be creative with, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now when it comes to my husband and our like intimacy, that's something that we have to like, it is, it is definitely a thing that we, um, have to be intentional about because that is something that can easily, especially having four kids, 
you got kids that, uh, as you see, I've been sending in this interview. Another child came in here, and I know what they—I <laughs> know they know what it means for my door to be closed. They just don't care. They don't care about any other things, right? They so that's a, the same thing goes with yeah. our intimacy. We have—they have to be extremely in like engrossed in something else in order for their attention not to all of a sudden be drawn to me. So that easily can make it just like, you know, why are we even trying? You know, they're going to interrupt two yep. minutes in, yada, yada, yada. So it it does have to be something that we are intentional about because it's, un, it's we, we're not 20 something years old anymore. We have a lot more kids. So it's not as easy to kind of fall into yeah. Just oh, we weren't even expecting it. Yeah. No, 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 no. That don't happen no nah, more. Yeah, right. No, 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 no. We have to be like, so you down? I'm down. Okay, we'll turn on cocoa melon. Give them some snacks. <laughs> cocoa <You know>? melon. <laughs> right. Cocoa melon. It is. So yeah, that one. That one though is something that I mean, because he be stressed out. That is something that I know is a ever evolving conversation between yeah. us because it mm-hmm. is important to us, but sometimes it, it isn't the priority. So we have to like recheck in back with each other. Mm-hmm. So we're going to give it a wrap up, but before we do, we've been playing um, this or that, the black culture version. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we so we want to end the conversation on that. All right. Um, Brian, I think, I think you got some stuff. You got some, hopefully there's some good ones. I, I do have some good. I'm going to start off. I'm going to start, start off easy. I'm going to start off easy. Okay. 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 Tupac or Biggie? Tupac. Easy. Wonderful. Easy, easy, easy. Uh, <laughs> any explanation or just, you know? You know what? Um, I just, Biggie, I, I wasn't, well, when I was a church girl, so even when they were out, it wasn't like I was like really listening to either <laughs> of them. But there was something, I'm going to be honest, this sounds terrible. There was something about Biggie's voice that I just did not like to hear. <sighs> I, it was something about that big. Yes, it was the breathing. <laughs> it was the big tongue. I just was like, I can't give this man an inhaler. Um, and there was something. Yeah. Uh, there was something poetic that I really enjoyed about Tupac. Yes, that yeah. I, I did. Even though, like, he became a West Coast rapper, even though he was from the East Coast and from Baltimore, mm-hmm. um, which I was just like, how's that? But I also I think that's the only reason because I'm also not a huge fan of West Coast rap either. But I liked him a lot, a whole, yeah. whole lot. Yeah, okay. I mean that makes sense because Biggie was putting lyrical douches and bushes, so yes. I can. <laughs> Yes, he was lyrical douches and bushes. <laughs> he was fat that. and ugly. However, you know. <laughs> It was what it was. Yeah. All right, that was a good. One. I, I I I love that one. Right, that's a good answer. Uh, okay, so we got a Will Smith movie marathon or a Denzel Washington movie marathon. Will Smith. Now listen, <laughs> I know I get a lot of slack because we did Overrated. unpopular Overrated. opinion. Yes, on I, I you for yes. that. And, and I, we we saw it. We saw it. And uh, let me clarify. Uh, let me clarify. Okay. I do think Denzel is one of the best male actors out there. I just don't think he is the very best. And I think people put him at number one. And I'd be like, I don't, I don't know. He won. I don't think he. Not, I don't think he won. Maybe five, but not to one. And five is still amazing to me. You know, you're still mm-hmm. on right. one of the uh, pedestals at the Olympics. You're still there, right. okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Will Smith, I feel like, has way more variety 
mm-hmm. in his um in his on his resume. If you look at his IMDb, you're gonna get serious into hysterical comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I am I'm an action and comedy type of chick. And he's okay. got plenty of those. Where Denzel has a lot of actions, very few comedies. Uh, that might just not be his judge, you know, like I would prefer doing a comedy acting wise than I would a drama. So he might just have not that I'm not saying Denzel can't do comedies. I'm sure he could kill them. I'm just, he probably just enjoys meteor characters Mm -hmm. that have like really deep storylines and psychosis and stuff. And sometimes I just want to hear bad boys for life. Okay. That's, you know, and I, and I'm just, and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Right. Right. And can we uh, speak of black actors? And I don't know if he's black, but I think he's black. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito is, doesn't get the respect. Ridiculous. He doesn't get the respect. He's, he's he doesn't and see yes Top and that's five. somebody that I would want to put up there about Denzel is all I'm saying just I because this I man transforms it. he does see? No, I, I can respect that I, can I respect, respect it. that and that's what I don't think people were <laughs> understanding what I was saying they see they just thought I was trashing Denzel and I was like but y'all be forgetting about these folk Y'all be forgetting about these folk that be killing it and y'all mm-hmm. don't even they be so different that you forget it's the same face but they be so different acting, you don't even remember it's the same person. It's just, I'm sorry. Yeah. I said yeah. what I said. I stand by it. I get it. It's okay. I understood, <laughs> I, under, I understood the argument, but, you know, I had to, you know, I didn't cancel you. I just put you on hiatus for a little bit. Man. We're going to cancel you. I think, I I think we got one last hard one for you. Yes. Okay. Well, it's easy for me. Hard. All right. But it might so be hard would you, you rather, okay, would you rather allow Tyler Perry's team to do your hair and makeup <laughs> or listen to if I ever fall in love on repeat. Oh, Tyler Perry, I'm gonna let them go. I'm gonna let them go ham. Give me all the wigs. Give me the lace. Give me the lace front that comes down to my eyebrows. No I don't care. They, I, I, you don't I, want the dun, da, da, do, I do y'all about to I, I, I will exit y'all gonna be like where Angel go I'm about to mute where's the mute turn it down I can't even hear y'all no more I turned y'all down oh, oh my gosh that song that's all. I still didn't even hear Kevin's rendition. I I said, "Oh, I will not." I won't. I mean, you hate that song because them, because Tyler Perry don't care about none of them wigs. Oh he no, don't. Tyler is like, if y'all came to see the wigs, then y'all didn't miss the whole point. So he's like, "You gonna see this cat sitting on top of my head, a poodle sitting on her head?" He does not care. He what you care. need to care about is that old girl is sleeping with is old girl is sleeping with her mama's best friend and don't nobody know that he killed their grandmother. That's what Listen. he's like. You need to be focused <laughs> We on. need to be caring about how Taraji got on the boat. We need to still figure that how? part out. That's how? what you gotta figure out. How? How did that happen? How did it happen? So, was- but, but, but I'm telling you, young black boys made me hate that song in middle school. They made me hate it to the point that I just... I can't stand to hear it. So many black boys thought that they were R&B singers because of that song. And I was just You weren't like, caught up, caught up. Ah. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. I don't know how many talent shows were written with that song. Oh yes, my goodness. Oh my God. Terrible. <laughs> Oh God! It was a good. It was a good time. This is a hard one. It wasn't for me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Okay. That was. This is a wonderful conversation. This is a wonderful conversation. And I'm. I'm kind of sad we got to end. Thank you. I've had a good time. 
kind of sad. It was a uh, great time. It was a great time. Um, so tell the people what you yeah, got we coming up. We definitely appreciate you coming into yeah. the living room. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, tell, tell okay, the people what you got so coming up. So what do I have coming up? Yep. I have, um, I'm coming back. I do believe so. That's what they told me. I'm coming back to Netflix's Atypical. Um, as always, I I host Here's the Thing podcast with Kevin on stage great, that drops every Wednesday. As well as mm-hmm. I have another podcast that drops every Wednesday with my husband called Is This Going to Cause an Argument? Mm. Um, I have, uh, listen, I, I host so many podcasts. I also host uh, <laughs> Rose Pricks for those people who like The Bachelor and cringe when they watch it. We roast mm-hmm. the entire mm-hmm. series. And then I have a show for moms called Mommy Confessions, which is a podcast that uh, drops on Thursdays. I have uh, two new shows coming out um, on the Kev on Stage Studios app. One mm-hmm. is called Ask on Angel. It's a call-in podcast. It's an advice podcast. Oh, sweet. Um, so you're getting the advice that you've always wanted. Nice. Okay. Uh, whether it be legal, we don't know, but it's the advice you want somebody <laughs> to tell you. Need. <laughs> okay. Um, as well as crafting cocktails where I have fun with my friends. We get a little twisted. Oh, on shout out sh- to my red cup tonight. We oh, just God. Go- <laughs> listen. Tingling-a-ling-a-ling. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, we, we get a little toasty, and then we um, make very difficult crafts that I probably couldn't make even if I was fully sober when we were doing it. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, last but not least, I have my Black Mom subscription box called Mama Likes that will be dropping its spring box in about a month. So people can uh, find out more about that at shopmamalikes.com. All right, good people. So, you know, you got a list of the things. I mean, strong black All lead, stuff. Uh, a, a myriad of, of, of podcasts, podcasts, a subscription box. All you know what I'm saying? You can get tipsy on the, on the weekend and, and subscribe to the Kevin State Studios app. Absolutely. All the things. All your the things. Your own Angel, password. Don't share really the passwords. Thank you for coming. <laughs> yeah, don't share the password. We're not, we're not password. doing the Netflix and Hulu thing no, no. with this one. Everybody, you get your own account. Your mama Listen. needs her own account. You need Listen. your own account. Right. Listen, Carter G. Wilson didn't die for us to do that to Kev. Mm-hmm. So, we, <laughs> so we we doing that. So no, but thank you for being in the living room. We super, super duper appreciate it. This has been uh, amazing. This has thank been good. you. Yeah. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed myself. 